How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law, Thomas McCoy, and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Oh, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. And that is for everyone. For everyone. everyone. Everyone is welcome. You noticed you are, that? I did notice that, Mark. I've, I've modified the intro. You've noticed that? I, I did, and I think it's it's remarkably inclusive, which is great. That's what we are. It's a very inclusive uh, show. That's right. That's what we do. Um, so how have you been? I've been well. I've been well. How have you been? Your book is doing ridiculously well right now. It's making it, its way up the charts. It really is. I'm so happy. And I thank everybody out there who is promoting it, unleashing the power of respect, the I am approach. Uh, it's really starting to take off. Um, but okay. you can still get your copies on Amazon because Amazon will just print up a new copy, which is great. They'll have all the same words, which is good, but it'll be a new copy. So it's you can just get it. It's an absolute must read. For anyone who walks this planet Earth, it is a must read to understand the I am and the approach and why we do what we do, Dr. Joe. Thank you, Mark. And it is, I, I appreciate that a lot because I really do think it's, it's so timely. We have so much going on in our world right now. Uh, we need something like the I am. We need to remind each other of our value instead of continuing to decrease each other's value and then astonished, astonished at what happens, which really, you know, gets us right into it. Tom, how are you doing? And then please do the introductions. Well, I, uh, I won't waste our time, Dr. Joe. I'm doing relatively fine, and uh, I will introduce our guests. Dr. Joe, your son Jason met our guests previously in their uh, home country. Tonight, we have Sergei Bogoretsky, a software engineer, and Maria Poretska, a journalist, both from Ukraine. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Um, given everything that's happening in the world, this is very, very powerful, and I'm so appreciative of this. You know, I wonder whether whether we could just back up a little bit. Um, back a few years ago, Jason, my son, was uh, working at Medtronic, and he had come to Ukraine, I think, to do some training. How did you guys meet Jason? Or had you met him before here in the states? Uh, hi everyone. Yeah, uh, Sergey speaking. So yeah, like first I met Jason in actually in in office of uh, my company. So he visited to transfer knowledge. Uh, yeah, and I meet him there. So pre like previously I had a conversation, but only online. But in in Ukraine, I first meet him. Yeah, and um, after that, like in the evening, we go for for a dinner, and my wife uh, Maria joined us. Yeah, that was uh, hi. I'm hi everyone. Um, there was a Ukrainian some kind of restaurant in the middle in the downtown, and he was so amused with all the food because it was traditional one, and he pretty liked that. 
I was like, I wasn't expecting that likeness for the Ukrainian food. And there was, there was a bar, like, obviously, you cannot finish the meeting without a glass of something. And that bar was really famous. It was huge. This is the best bar in Ukraine. It has its awards. And yeah, Jason was pretty shocked <laughs> with the, it's great to have this um, initial and honest uh, emotions from a person who came to see Ukraine for the first time and was shocked with this welcomeness because Ukrainians know for being welcome, like welcomeness mm -hmm. to people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as a result, um, he introduced me to both of you when he was back here because he's now left that particular company. He's, he's uh, out in, in, uh, at Vanderbilt in, in Nashville. Um, but when he came back to our town, he said, I want to really bring my friends down. And that's how we met. Um, how did you wind up coming to the States? Because uh, you'd, you'd been in, obviously, in Ukraine for how long? Were you born there? Or it's home. Yeah. So I'm 33 and like for almost 30 two years I, I lived in Ukraine um, and how we end up you know, here like before we get to that one why don't you just tell us about tell us about Ukraine tell us about your country how do you talk well, about yeah. your country <laughs> it's beautiful uh, I also was born in Kiev uh, my dad uh, his mother was born there also um i was i graduated from university i finished my like school university all my teen youth was there um it's a warm country as if you can but i was living in the capital in the city so um i only can speak from my perspective from my experience uh i wasn't born in a rich and wealthy family even not in the middle class. Um, my mom um, was like married with my dad uh, after two or three months of knowing each other. And they bought some kind of land and started building a house. And it was, they've been doing it for seven years. Money comes, money goes. So it was something like ups and down. So yeah, then we became a middle class and I like, the, they they gave me all they could within the possibilities. Um, that is why I think I'm I became that down to earth person. I am not expecting much, but uh, all I can expect, like what I give, usually um, just not appreciation, but just one word, thank you, is enough for me. This is how usually in Ukraine people are really like welcoming, they are good hosts, they consider to be a hardworking people. They sometimes overdo what they promise you. And for me, Ukraine is a free spirit, people with free spirit, with the response, I'm only speaking from my experience whom, whom I met. Um, like I'm, I'm not having a lot of friends, like 40 plus something, but, well, like mostly they are like my age 
a little younger. And uh, what I've seen is a free spirit, challenging, uh, not afraid to risk sometimes, and helpful, like eager to help. This is my point of view on it. Like Ukraine also is a beautiful country. I'm like, I was speaking about people, but due to the country itself, it's a green um, dynamic in the development. Um, it's a vibrant city. It has its dynamic and you see the changes really like, it doesn't still stand. It's not always stable but usually it grows. <laughs> so I, I would add that uh, like last couple of years, uh, Kyiv and, and Kyiv and Ukraine uh, developed a lot, like outside and, and inside. I mean, like people and, and infrastructure, culture, like pers all perspectives, uh, like economics, starting grows and it's helped to people travel like inside the inside the country like we have mountains on the west we have uh, sea on the south uh, it's like touristic places uh, to have a great location uh, Kyiv is also attracts like a big city in ukraine and it's relatively maybe cheap for foreigners and mm. it's also like attracts like and and it, it it has a good value like for foreigners for money. It's, it's 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 a like beautiful city we have like pretty old culture and with like good architecture like beautiful architecture so um like big cities like Kharkiv in in east, the Lviv on the west, the uh, Kiev center and Odessa. It's like big major cities, which is uh, attracts a lot of tourists and actually a lot of business. So this has helped to develop uh, our country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I like lived in Kiev fifteen years. Before that, I lived in small, small town. Uh, yeah, uh, like I grow, I grow there with my family, with my older brother. And yeah, it was like maybe simple life. But uh, I, I uh, like go to university, graduated and, and yeah, stay in Kiev. Sounds like... An incredible country where you, you know, for for so many, it sounds like not only the people are wonderful, but you really have enormous value. And off air, we were talking about not only how beautiful the country is, but but what what it must be like now to wonder about it. You're here in the States. Mary, you were talking off air. Can you just tell our listeners what you were just chatting about here? Uh, yeah, as we came here in August last year, 20. First, uh, we've heard about the war when we were almost on a plane. We were uh, going to Colorado on a snow vacation trip. And this is uh, like you're holding the phone and you are freaking out what is happening because your mother is sleeping 
your father is still sleeping and your friends is writing about explosions and i i i think i lost my mind until my mom like responded in four or five hours because she was sleeping like okay <laughs> she was probably lucky not to feel all that nerves but um i was telling in the in the break that i cannot i want and i have this neediness to come back to see my country that was a plan i told sergey my husband that we need to stay here a year to adjust to everything it, it will be our testing period for the usa to understand if we come earlier we might feel the need to stay but we like we are here we need to accept everything is given by the universe and i feel that i need to go back in summer to see my parents as like i must and sergey also feeling the same he supports but i'm so afraid to see the suburbs and the city and the results of invasion it's like well i'm afraid of it yeah I'm, but... yeah i'm smiling but inside i'm i'm just scared yeah sergey uh yeah uh, first of all i uh, want to see parents uh my my brother and family like we first of all we we relocated here and uh, it it's pretty long time like for me it's first time when i when i um like didn't see my family for maybe 8 months or so and and realizing that ukraine is different right now um it's some kind of like hard and and i want i want come back when it would be safe and yeah i want to see everything and 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 help to restore that as sergey was telling we saw the country was developing and being beautiful every day more beautiful our president zelensky was like he was making good stuff <laughs> he was restoring the bridges the roads uh building the schools and the kindergartens and when you see the progress and then you are faced with the degree uh, decrease it's something needs to be like you i don't know how to prepare myself and maybe so he also don't know the answer we will know maybe we will see it Are you talking with people on a daily basis that are home? Yeah, yeah, I I constantly like talk with my brother. Currently he in in, in Poland with family. I talk with my parents, with my mother and and father they stay at home. They don't want leave any anywhere. So they they located like 200 kilometers to the towards west from from cave they like in pretty safe uh area right now but you never know uh a lot of friends like we have apartment in cave and we we are out to the people who 
who stay in, like actually uh, our dentist. So uh, yeah, we const- yeah, we constantly keep in touch with with people in, in Ukraine. Like every single day, I, I asking like everyone from my contact list. Um, like not all of them, I mean every day, but someone like writing me or write I write them. Yeah. What What are they doing? Oh, they they. Uh, a lot of friends actually in in the forces right now, like. Uh, our like photographer uh, go to the forces and and he uh, like like in in the military. So also my colleague um, like I work in in, in a global logic company which is uh, international. They have uh, office in in Ukraine. So and we have uh, this big project. So one of of member of my team also in, in the military. Rest of all try to, first of all, help help militaries. It's uh, maybe the, the top of the list what you can do inside Ukraine. So you, you help, help military. How? You can do like volunteering, you, you, you can do supplying, you can do uh, like in, in a, how do how how to say it? Like not even backyard, but like on the background, you can you can help to do some like uh, nets, which is masking like military stuff, and yeah, a lot of people doing that. So uh, we constantly contributing to people who we, whom we know, uh, like sending money to 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 help them buy supplies to do their job, which is like eventually comes to, to the military. And uh, like a lot of people also trying to get back to routine, like to normal life, to, to start economy working because if, if no one like buying a coffee, people who selling a coffee wouldn't get money. Oh, bankrupt, to, yeah. Yeah, like, wouldn't take money to even live and exist. So uh, this is what I see and like um, trending inside Ukraine, like people have to get back to routine as fast as they can, especially thinking about a safety because still, air raid sirens still going like almost every day and like i work like from my team only i work like team from from six people uh i work from uh, from here and rest of all all over the ukraine and during regular meeting someone can like can say okay we have sirens i need to go to shelter so this is how how it's going right now. And in uh, what I saw, uh, as I'm a part, I was a part uh, of a running club in Ukraine. Uh, we had about one one twenty one hundred twenty people in the me- in. We have this messenger, and there is a chat, 
and Aukaj. Uh, she is the second person from Ukraine, and it is seven in overall who run six majors about marathons. So she's like a, a huge, uh, like huge name in running in Ukraine. And she organized this volunteer team of 15 cars. All of them like include our running team. And, and also, of course, the website for donations. And they are buying drugs, medicine. I mean, they are buying um, the, the, not guns, but uh, defense or ammunition. Uh, they are buying groceries. They are helping even the dogs or old people. They are being driver delivery guys. They are being rescue team. A lot of beauties. And I, when I read that chat and the chat and seen like one thousand messages in a night, first your heart bumps like something happened. But then there is like communication between them, trying to find help, organizing, managing questions. They became like they we were a family, but they became now a huge united forces of Kiev. Like people, there are some posts of uh, uh, forces. They call it ter ter um, territory 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 defense, defense. and they defense. stop you to check your passport and everything. Now they are not even checking them because they know them because they usually come up with the food for them and any kind of treats to help. Um, so the most thing that um, the, the time difference is the, with you, this is the thing when you struggle because you see all that bunch of messages and you're like, oh, something happened. But usually it is good that like everything is okay. It just their communication to solve the, um, the challenges they have every day. Yeah, like first days would be, we can't get to sleep until Ukraine like woke up. Uh, like we 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 wait till one a.m. and uh, like it's seven o'clock, seven seven hours difference. So we waiting until like uh, friends, parents start chatting that everything is okay and yeah. Yeah, right. But what changed recently? I was we were donated to like official and national uh, charitable organizations. But now I started to donate directly to the people who's asking urgent help because due to all the, how to call bureaucracy of accepting money, uh, all the papers, all the paperwork, it's time consuming process and especially in Ukraine. Um, but uh, as I see, the person needs to buy the protect quality. Um, Do you remember? Bulletproof. The, like, yeah, bulletproof defense stuff straight away. You are given it because you know that person. Usually, this is like the those team of runners who who sharing the posts of people needing something really urgent, and you react straight ahead. Like they left shelters of dogs, like they well left like hundreds of them. You are given for the food for them, or like they the the coach uh, like Mary, she was gathering to buy a car. In three days, she has three cars, like 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 this. And you understand? They, yeah. How how are they doing that? How can folks contribute directly like that? 
it is like you know the saying maybe like you you'll maybe can be acquainted with the president with the five five shake shake handshakes like there is some kind of a person know a person then a person know another person and it goes to the person that oh i can help and usually it is like that and usually in the running community a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of people from the fitness and sports or athletics here uh, a lot of IT workers, um, young people, devoted people, and loyal people that try to help. Are they GoFundMe fund me type of uh, sites? Like, how, how are they actually transacting? How does someone who's listening to this show and says, "I want to, I want to make an immediate impact," how are they finding those sites and 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 uh, delivering funds to those people? Uh, this is like you know the, um, I'm making these funds because yeah because I know that person usually yeah. and uh, I know she's reliable or they are reliable but what I did I usually gave the money to the website that created my coach and I know that they, this money in the next day will have the result she use it she shows everything on pictures in, yeah. in Instagram and stories like this like the audit goes with the numbers and with pictures. Uh, yeah. For you folks from there and for the people who are still there, did you anticipate this from Russia and Putin or was it as much of a surprise as it was to a lot of us over here that he actually is doing what he's doing? So I would say like maybe one or two weeks before people like no one believes that it would happen but in meantime all start to be prepared like all people starting to research like what to do like to have uh, an emergency suitcase yeah, emergency kit and, and suitcase, like, if you need to leave, like, immediately, like, with uh, all essential stuff, um, like, to be prepared with, uh, I don't know, fuel for a car. Like, your brother, he he heard when, what, 5 a.m. in the morning? The, yeah. the missiles or bombs uh, in the port, in the sea, that was quick. They gathered the stuff. Children, you have to. Uh, Sergey's godfather to his children, and two children, and they backpacked, and that's it. They went from their home. The same are like another like children, like uh, the family where Sergey also a godfather to the children. Yeah. Same so, story. so what I am uh, talking that like two weeks before they. No one believes, but everyone tried to prepare as much as they can. And maybe like people, people live like live normal life. Like people, people planning uh, like flights and and so on. People really didn't expect that it would happen like on the, on the twenty fourth of of February. So yeah, like. Someone said, like, okay, we, we will have a flight, like, tomorrow, and what happened? Yeah. Like, but, yeah. yeah, like, people didn't really, really expect like that. 
you know, I, I, I so appreciate again you being here because it's such an important Absolutely. message. It's so important that we take so much for granted here in the United States. We really do. And yet there is always this threat that something can happen unless we change our attitude. You know, this is, this is part of, unfortunately, who we are as human beings. Uh, we've spent millennia increasing our value by decreasing somebody else's. It was the first time. I'm so I'm so sorry. No, 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 first go, 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 you're telling about all this, and we felt this with Sergey the first week of or ten days. Like we were feeling guilty of being here, not hearing the sirens, not feeling the missile, not hearing the common missiles, not hide in the dungeon in the shelters. I was feeling guilt of eating food when somebody didn't have of sleeping in my bed. And that was uh, a little hints when you feel that, is it a depression coming to you right now? Or like, what, what is next? What is happening with our, what, what to do? And you underestimate every help you are doing. Even you think it is small, like even given money, given the information or something, you do not... Like you think that this is nothing because you are not there. <laughs> mm. That's all I wanted to share. No, it's it's. I appreciate that that honesty. Um, and yet, <clears throat> that's survivor. That's like a survivor guilt, right, Doctor Joe? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's like a survivor guilt. What um, are you all surprised that other countries haven't come in and helped? I was surprised about this story from my friend, Ukrainian. She recently got the birth for her child, gave the birth. And she heard about the nurse that usually was with her, but she was absent and she was asking what happened. And she was told that the nurse, by her all means, without any help of, uh, I don't know, of any organization, went to Ukraine to help Ukrainians in hospitals. For me, uh, I'm I'm telling. Oh my God, my my my, my yes, getting goosebumps. Um, yeah, goosebumps. Because you're like, how? Like, whoa! And I'm. It's not the first story I hear about the military people, about the medical sphere, about even not in Ukraine, but on the borders to help to welcome the immigrants, the the rescue people, like. Wow. So I would say that I surprised a lot, like from my perspective and what I heard that how Poland was welcome and and we, we like in our company we have office in in, in Poland and uh, people like coworkers they willing to help even to like uh, host people from Ukraine. Like they asking how we can help in in first like minutes when it started, and yeah, like and and I I know that a lot of like all like uh, Romania like all not all maybe Poland Slovakia um, Romania Moldova so they they all like connected with Ukraine by border and. 
you, you can go and cross the border and then you immediately get a help. So people just arriving with a car and transporting to like nearest hotel or maybe like to, to final destination. Hotels, welcome and yeah, free of charge, like hosting people like refugees from Ukraine. Uh, also like big support even here, not on level of country, like even first days, people who, who realized that we from Ukraine, they were so, so welcome and so like with a, like it was- Empathized, empathized. Yeah, so uh, they even help like, uh, uh, like simple thing, we, we, we go to breakfast like in, on a second or third day, and people of that cafe like gathered money and, and paid for our breakfast. And, and we just take this money and donate it to Ukraine, like, mm-hmm. like this. We do not spend for, for food money, but we just transfer those money to, to Ukraine. Yeah, and, and there is a lot of support here, like not, as, as I say, not on, on country level, on a, like day-to-day, conversation or uh, interaction with other people. Mm. Even so still, a- my mother live in Poland in Warsaw and she's not paying for her flat. It is, it has been the third month, I guess. Yeah, I mean- she's, she's not paid for transportation. She just show her passport with a stamp and that's it. I mean, that is part of who we are as human beings as well. You know, it, it's, there's the dark side, absolutely. But there is this, this sense of compassion, of belonging, of inclusion. That is also who we are as human beings. And then we're confronted with this, this limbic side of us, this, this aggressive side, as if somehow... If we don't do that, we're not going to survive. It's just, it is part of who we are. It's an I am, but we don't have to like it. We don't have to condone it. We need to understand it. But we can do something different, and we have to do something different. Or this this way of being will destroy all of us. So how can we, Mary, you were, you were on mute for a moment there, but I know you were saying something. What were you trying to say? Yeah, I was trying to say and uh, encourage people uh, with the saying, every help is a help. You don't underestimate, even uh, friends told me, like when you said hello and ask how I was, it, it already something for me. It refocused my mind from what is happening there onto you and your life. And I tried to cheer up um to to just have a person for a minute away with her mind it is already a help mm-hmm. uh, i know people are starting some kind of english speaking clubs for ukrainians and also free of charge they are like connecting and asking who to help i was trying to help from here with the uh, um unicef department uh, who is supporting the breastfeeding in unusual circumstances. And I was translated article from 
English to Ukrainian into Russian language in order to make also some kind of help. And then um, they asked me whether I know any woman who is breastfeeding right now in the moment uh, in the shelter. And I'm like, yeah, I know one. She's in the shelter with two babies in Kharkiv during all the horrible times there. And I connected, uh, I think she was from Canada, Canadian journalist with the girl and they did came up with the article. And it was goosebumps again, again. It was the same feeling. Any help is a help. Like you don't know what is this, the power of it, but it is, it is a huge thing. So first we, as I said, I felt guilty of being here, but then I came back to routine, even making some posts in Instagram of just life here. And girls of my running club were telling me, Maria, thank you. You have this like refocusing us a little and remind us why are we fighting for the life itself? You know, um, usually we wait until the end of the show to talk about the two truths of the I am. You know, we are all influenced by four domains, our home domain, the social domain, biological and the I see, how I see myself, how I think other people see me. We're talking a lot about your home domain of Ukraine and how you are here in a different home domain, the social domain also of the United States. But because the domains interact, a small change can have a big effect. You don't need to change everything. I want to spend a few minutes talking about these small changes. So, Maria and Sergey, what small change can you recommend to our listeners? How can we make a small change that can have an effect? Sergey, you want to start? Uh, yeah, I can start. Uh, maybe I have. Maybe I can quickly answer to pre- previous question. How how people can uh, help? So maybe the first step, if you have possibility and you know someone from Ukraine, you can ask how you can directly donate. If you have no such possibilities, there is like uh, aggregator like sites of 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 different uh items to it's like help to ukraine.org uh sunflower peace uh sunflowerpeace.com yeah and uh rasm for you rasm for ukraine so those sites if you hear or see it's also good to to explore and and donate like that uh yeah Sorry, <laughs> to, no, no, we will we will but, post all those sites on our on our website. We will yeah. post all of those. So so and and answering for your question, what small changes uh, like can have big effects? So I would say it's a sustainability or to be sustainable to 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 maintain uh, that level of of your. Uh, Today, life constantly and improving this, like to be, to be consistent. Mm. Yeah, like that. Maria, your thoughts on this? Small changes can have big effects. What small change can you recommend to our listeners? And I was reading uh, the article on your website. Uh, first, I was thinking directly about small changes, small baby steps in knowing yourself. Uh, by exploring the world 
But then I understood this is more like an influence I might the second question to answer. And I thought about also this butterfly effect um, when they say that with the wind from a butterfly wind, there can be somewhere a tsunami. Like the small changes change that you might know, like this a small change for you, small step for, might be a huge step for somebody. Um, for me, it is usually to say nice things, to be kind. For me, this is, it's not profitable. <laughs> it's not a charity. For me, it's easy to say a compliment for a person if I see something I like. And for then I heard from that person that was acquainted of mine. She said, you made my day. I yeah. was smiling on there. That's right. Like, to, to, to give small good things for the people, to especially when it's um, unexpected, and especially when you do not wait anything in return. Usually people not used to have small presents. This is what I like, especially when I enter the house for the first time. Or I'm going the place where I see the I know there will be children. This is this is I say my thing to have something small for people. Either it works or some small gifts, but it make them smile. Yeah, and that and that leads to the second truth: you control no one, you influence everyone. You get to choose the kind of influence you want to be. And Maria, that is exactly what the I am is about. At every and any moment in time, you can remind someone of their value. And whenever you do that, you increase your own value. And that's what I hope we can all do. But what kind of influence do you want to be? I mean, I'm, I'm hearing you, Maria and Sergey. What kind of influence do you want to be right now? Sergey, we'll start with you. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of, of empathy. So I, I, I want to... I want people to think about uh, how, like how other people uh, can can uh, feeling or can like what what's going on with other people. So like to think about attitude for for other people. Uh, I maybe I don't know how to say it properly, but. Empathies would be my my best hit to if I can I would share it but or even maybe more understand and spread but to to have a big heart and and um, and feel this like how 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 other people are feeling and would you apply that how do we apply that right now, given what's happening with Ukraine? How can we be impacted? Uh, like talking and, and check and check the sources. Yeah, like check the sources. Not, not everything what, what you can, can hear or read can be true. You, 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 you need to double check. Mm. Maria, you control no one, you influence everyone. I think you've told us a little bit, but what kind of influence do you want to be? Um, I think what I felt here uh, and what I'm still feeling. Um, 
do not judge one person for actions for another person. It is my point of view because I still have here some friends from Russia. Mm. And one good girl wrote me on the third day of war, her empathy and her devotion to my country. And I thank you for that. I huge to gratitude, appreciation. And she was telling me next text was, I was so afraid to write to you. I mm. was sure you will decline me because she was already declined by some. And oh my God, again, <laughs> goosebumps. And um, this is what I can't now say to my people there, to my friend there, because they feel full aggression. They feel hatred towards mostly every Russian. They, they do not watch Russian blogs anymore. They do not follow Russian culture, media, uh, the singers, music. It's, for me, it's scary because here I still have friends and all of them during the first two weeks of war wrote to me about 20 or 25 people mostly of them they've been living here for some time and a lot of them told me that yeah they were afraid to write me because a lot of people already refused to speak with them this is i think the the something we need to work on it's such an important point we cannot be lumpers and just lump everybody in there are some people and many people that we still respect and value and can trust. Priya and Sergey, thank you so much for being here tonight and sharing this with the Dr. Joe Show. Listeners, thank you. Thank you for having us. Links in. Please donate. Donate. Go, 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 go.